Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. Tonight, we are bringing you another fantastic show with a fantastic guest, someone that has been bringing truth for a very long time when the world was uh, thinking what what she presents is conspiracy and now the world is starting to realize that conspiracies are starting to run out so we 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 definitely need more conspiracies but before we start the show i'd like to recognize a couple of our sponsors i'd like to recognize mike lindell and my pillow a guy that has been really fighting hard and exposing corruption and fighting for the republic the guy has been investing a lot of his money He's been putting him, himself and his reputation on the line, and he's not giving up, and he's fighting the fight. So if you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CPNN, you can get up to 66% off your purchase. And last but not least, as we see uh, some smoke and fog in the sky, and there's a lot of conspiracy on that, um, the late, great Dr. Zelenko left some platinum, silver, and gold bullets. And if you go to zstacklife.com, you'll see all those good things he's left us and use promo code CPN and you will get 5% off your purchase. And now with further ado, Kathy, thank you for joining us on Conservative Patriot Nation Network. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. It's an amazing time to be able to speak out and bring truth to light while people are waking up and going wondering what in the world is going on. Absolutely. I mean, one of the great things since the last time we've spoken is there's so much that is now starting to come out in the news and a lot of this pedophilia is starting to really hit parents right at home and they're starting to wake up and realize, wait a minute, something strange is going on here, you know, and um, it's a beautiful thing. So, Kathy, how how's things been? Has there been any new things or what are you seeing? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm getting out and speaking um, live, which is really nice getting out in communities and seeing how people everywhere are um, talking to each other eye to eye, heart to heart and soul to soul again in order to, you know, affect their own backyard where so much corruption has taken place. The parents are going into the school system to clean that up and uh, people are working hard to see what they can do to clean up elections, at least on a local level where we can monitor them closer, get rid of those electronic voting machines. And um, it's just beautiful seeing how people are aware. It's like these groups that are getting together now aren't focused on the problems and trying to convince people of the corruption that has permeated and taken over our government. They know that now. They see it now. So now these groups that are gathering together are talking solutions. You know, everybody's coming together, bringing their piece of the puzzle to the table and empowering people with information. So, you know, as as people are talking with each other, it's not that it's overwhelming. It's empowering. And then people are getting out in their communities and they know what to do, what to recognize, how to make a difference and how important it is for all of us to live our freedom. Because when we live our freedom and exercise our free speech, when we reach out to each other with compassion and love, it's a 
it, we're untouchable, we're unstoppable, and it makes all the difference in the world. And that's what's happening. And it's it's a really nice thing to see. I've certainly waited a lifetime for people to wake up and start, you know, taking action against this corruption. Absolutely. And you know, the most beautiful thing is, is it's getting to the point where it's not about Democrat. It's not about I'm right. a Republican. People are starting to really see that it's affecting all of us. And all of us are being mistreated by tyrants in the New World Order. Yes. And, you know, I've been saying for over 35 years that the New World Order knows no party lines. There, there were Democrats and Republicans both actively involved in selling out our constitutional values of freedom and justice for all to this New World Order slave society agenda this criminal operation that uses drug and human trafficking as their funding mechanism, you know, and, and having spoke out on that, you know, back in the early nineties, people uh, were surprised when I would even suggest that the Clintons and the Bushes were not only friends, but they were, they were working in tandem to usher in this new world order. And I think people realize that now that, that we can't count on either party to save us. We can't count on big government to fix things for us. It's up to us. Big government's doing it to us. It's up to we the people. And I think people finally realize that and um, understand that the division that has been imposed on society for so long is only skin deep and it's an illusion because there is no difference on the Democrat Republican aspect of this new world order control. Absolutely. You know, one thing that um, was brought to my attention a while ago, when you look at the NWO for the New World Order, you do it backwards, mirrored its own. Yeah, they they think that um, people would would never be able to willingly comply. So they want to own us. They want to own our minds. They want to own our lives, every aspect of it. Well, we own nothing and be happy, you know, I mean, that's just so absurd. But the, their, their point is their fear is the strength of the human spirit and the power of love. They are a very dark energy force, low vibration, evil that we share this planet with. And we need to realize that we do share this planet with a very evil energy force and they feed off a of negativity. They feed off of hatred. They feed off of division. And above all, they feed off of fear. That's their energy. These people aren't like us, and they don't like us. And having been right in the swamp around them, I certainly got a close-up look on their attitudes, what they think, and what their fear is. And their fear is the strength of the human spirit, because they know that that's where we win and where they lose. When we think free and reclaim our free thought, free will, soul expression, strength of spirit, we're unstoppable. We're not going to tolerate their sexualization of our children. We're not going to tolerate this so-called transgender agenda, which is no more than a mind control um, agenda. And 
they know that we wouldn't give in to this slave society that they're imposing. This is where a handful of big guys make all the money and we do all the work. Those of us who survive anyway, because they do want to reduce our numbers to a more manageable size. And as they realize that they've lost control over the minds of the population as this great awakening accelerates on a global scale, they're panicked and they're going all in and they're, they're wicked and vile in that process. And when we realize what's going on, we can see how they're trying to generate fear. They're trying to make us fear nature, you know, and it's, it, and fear each other when in fact we have nothing to fear when we know the truth. And the truth is they're a small handful, the same handful that's been in power for a long, long time. Follow the money follow the money up their media voice, follow their money through Big Pharma, follow their money trail. And it goes to the same handful of perpetrators at the top. And it's just a handful. But they have placed people in key positions for a long, long time. And then either compromise those people if they weren't cooperating, coerce them, blackmail them, threaten their families. It's horrific. They have no limits to what they will do to achieve their goal. Even though they're a handful, we need to pull back that wizard's curtain and realize it's just a handful pulling the media levers to make it look like there's more of them than there are. There's not. And, you know, truth, truth frees us from fear. Truth really does make us free. And knowledge is our defense against their mind control. Absolutely. I've been saying it for a while now is information is their biggest threat because they know through information and the more people that awaken, if it's coming from the natural organic healing products to the corruption, to the pedophilia, that's their biggest fear because they're so accustomed of living in the shade. They're so accustomed of being camouflaged, you know, and like you said, fear and all the other things is what they feed off of. And that's why the average person that invests so much time watching the news and the media, if you notice, they're all frustrated. They're all complaining. And that's exactly what they want, you know? And the more that we can have shows like this and, and get the information out, the more it's going to kill their agenda. And, and I it's totally making all the agree. difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly what you're doing here. It's making all the difference in the world because people are getting the truth and they are waking up in spite of all efforts to um, control the media narrative. And it's important to understand that the most basic form of mind control is repetition. That's why all the media around the world says the same things and does it so repetitiously, you know, like they did when mind control masked as a virus was unleashed on the global population in 2020. They told everybody, you know, to mask up and social distance and get the injection, you know, and it was everywhere. Whether we turned on our computers, whether we turned on television, whether we walked into a grocery store, whatever it was, it was the same narrative we were being bombarded with because repetition is the most basic form of mind control. And I think people are realizing now that they caved into a mind control agenda 
during that time. There really wasn't anything to be afraid of other than the media generated fear and the little ticker tape of all these deaths that were supposedly were were happening. Yes, people were dying, but when you look at all the national, um, the annual averages, they, it, no, no, they were all the same during that time. They just renamed everything as a COVID death in order to create fear in people and make them comply. Because as long as they had people complying and tormented, then they would be able to lead us into the new world order. And of course, you notice the very first thing they did after they stole elections 2020 was fling that border back open to their drug and human trafficking funding mechanism. Absolutely. It's crazy. And um, one thing's for sure, it's it's so much easier to see what they're doing now rather than, let's say, four or five years ago, uh, a lot of us were just hit it blindsided like wait well what, what's going on here so it's like god is really amazing because now we can we can damn near predict what they're about to yeah. do it's like I know. they're it's, so desperate that they're making crazy moves where you can predict their next moves yeah they're tipping their hand all over and people see we see them we're on to them we get it and you know when when Mark and I first started speaking out in, in the, the earliest 90s to try to help my traffic daughter who was caught up in the corrupted child protective services, you know, that, that was being overseen by the FBI, um, we were speaking out and um, people were waking up. They got it. They were losing their children to a corrupted system, too. They were experiencing um, their children being indoctrinated in the school system. And this was back in the early 90s. And that information was increasing in spite of the internet not being very prevalent back then. It certainly wasn't anything like it is now. But people were still sharing information, you know, eye to eye, heart to heart, and soul to soul. That information spread to the point where so many of us were awake and aware 2016 that the sheer numbers of us overrode the rigged electronic algorithms in the electronic voting machines to vote in a president that wasn't Hillary Clinton and the New World Order and one that represented we the people, our constitutional values, and one who exposed their funding mechanism of drug and human trafficking across open borders that has been going on my whole life, but people weren't really seeing it because that's a, a hard thing for people to wrap their minds around and to realize that that kind of corruption is actually going on in our world. But it has been for a long time. This is nothing new. What's new is we're seeing it and awareness is the first step towards positive necessary change. And that change is happening big time. When you consider that 2016, the sheer numbers of us overrode the rigged electronic algorithm, you know, and absolutely, I mean, the look on Hillary's face, that was just so wonderful. But um, there's so many of us were then, but you know, the media never told us that we were awake and aware. The media never told us that the patriots were taking control. And the media never told us that when people lead, the leaders follow. They never said that 
Uh, they never even made a contrived poll to show, you know, to, to try to manipulate us. Otherwise, they were taken by surprise, too, because they failed to really understand the strength and magnitude of the human spirit. And they're certainly not telling us now that we're awake and aware and that that awareness is growing. They're not saying it. They're not telling us. But it, we don't need to hear it in order to know the truth, to get out in our communities and start making the 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 difference that we are. The local action equals national impact, and it is happening big time. Absolutely. And, and in time when you were trying to awaken the world and, and bring them truth and bring awareness, there wasn't many outlets to where the information really got to the people. Um, they were in full control of all those outlets and it was easy for them back in the day i remember in the 90s these people that would come out with the truth all you heard was oh they're a conspiracy theory and then next thing you know the average person just was like oh yeah they're probably nuts and exposure was kind of hard back then so tonight yes and it it, it was but you know conspiracy theorists that term came along in the wake of the Kennedy assassination. That was a trauma so significant. It traumatized the whole nation. And then the media told us what to think. And anybody who went against that controlled media narrative was labeled a conspiracy theorist. Research for, you know, we can all reach for our research for ourselves and find out that is when conspiracy theorists came on because that is when this new world order took a stronghold of this country and it hadn't let go um, thereafter. They've been slowly creeping in on our society and eroding um, our, our, our justice system um, for a long, long time. And it was in the wake of the Kennedy assassination that that happened. I know that um, especially up close and personal because I was, when I was, um, thrust into MK Ultra Mind Control. It was because my father was sent ch sending child pornography me through the US mails back in like 1960. So that was a long time back. And he was trafficking me to politicians at my grandfather's Blue Masonic Lodge. Nobody knew what trafficking was back then or what mind control was or, or you know, really the child pornography is was just, um, an underground thing at that time. But still, local politician approached my father and told him he could receive immunity from prosecution if he would agree to sell me into the CIA's MK Ultra Mind Control. The CIA had taken the information that came over on Project Paperclip when we imported the Nazi and fascist scientists into the U.S. We also brought in the information on mind control. And it was found through Hitler Himmler research that trauma is the basis of mind control. It's the way our brains respond to trauma. It's like our conscious mind freezes in fright and leaves our subconscious mind wide open to being easily led and manipulated. And because I'd been sexually abused, it had been found through Hitler Himmler research, there's no trauma more horrific on the human mind the sexual abuse of a child prior to age five while the brain is still forming.
That's why this pedophile agenda is being pushed so hard, this mind control agenda. It is one that is capitalizing on suppressed information on our mind-brain function. They suppressed the truth that would be our defense against this onslaught. They suppressed it under national security while they kept the secrets on mind control in secret societies like my grandfather's Blue Masonic Lodge. Well, this politician that I had been trafficked to as a toddler and knew for so many, many years that thrust me into the project was Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford went on to become the unelected president of the United States. And he was given that position because he covered up the Kennedy assassination. Ford headed the Warren Commission that came up with the one bullet theory and, and told us all what to think. And this while this new world order gained its control. And I say it's a handful of the same perpetrators over and over again. And all we need to do is look in Ford's cabinet and we'll see. He had George Bush to head the CIA. He had Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld. He had Henry Kissinger. He had uh, Rockefeller. He had uh, Jack Valenny, head of the Motion Picture Association of America as his press secretary. Jack Valenny is the one who decided what we would see through the controlled media and what we would see through um, the media altogether. So, you know, we're seeing how quickly and easily this whole thing has been orchestrated by having just a few key people put in these significant positions. And again, Ford was not elected but he was still given that position as um, a reward for his cover-up of the Kennedy assassination that traumatized our nation. When trauma occurs, we need to safeguard our free thought going forward. That's imperative. That's why we're experiencing so much bombardment of negativity and trauma is because it keeps our conscious mind frozen in, in fear and um and then we're affected by the negativity and that negativity is immobilizing and they need us to be immobilized and compliant because there's only a handful of them. And, and as soon as we realize that it's game over, as soon as we reclaim our free thought, free will, strength of spirit, as soon as we live the love we are, that's a vibration that they fear the most. And it's a vibration that they can't, that that they can't relate to at all. They're they're so scared of it. It's the most powerful force in the universe. And as soon as we rise above the fear, they don't have any negative energy to feed off anymore. So it's imperative that this truth comes to light because again, knowledge is our defense against mind control. Truth really does make us free. And once we realize that, we can evolve with that knowledge and protect ourselves and protect the sanctity of free thought going forward. You know, absolutely. Thank you for dropping all that, you know, for some of the, because there's waves of people having an awakening. Yeah. There's someone, there's thousands today that are waking up that may come across this podcast. And I would like to expose some things because they may have a family member or a friend that's telling them about Hillary and what's going on with the kids. And they're like, eh, no, that's a little crazy. So I recently seen one of your older 
like you were giving a speech at a conference and I would like to expose some of the things with Bill and Hillary and George. I was wondering if you can touch on the sex cravings of Bill and Hillary. What did the Clintons use you for? And I remember you were speaking on the conversation that Bill and George had. Could you touch on those things for us? Well, the, the Clintons have been involved in the funding mechanism of this new world order all along. So is George Bush Sr. Actually, he was more involved in the um, heroin operations, the um, Afghanistan poppies that more that direction That's why they called him Poppy Bush um, because of his involvement in, um, in that aspect of things. But he was good friends with the Clintons, Bill Clinton, of course, um, his notorious Mena, Arkansas cocaine operations uh, were in full swing by the time I was sent to, by my um, owner in MK Ultra Mind Control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd, who claimed ownership of me from the age of 13 on. He had sent me to the backwoods of Louisiana to be traumatized further by um, a CIA assassin, a cult serial killer, um, um, guy named Wayne Cox. And Wayne Cox was actually running the Clinton Coke lines back in those days. So this was back in 1977. It was before Bill Clinton was um, governor. And I, he might have been attorney general or about to be attorney general at that time um, when I was first exposed to him. But my my first exposure was to his half-brother, Roger Clinton. Roger Clinton was in Wayne Cox's coven, and they were distributing um, adrenalized blood along with the cocaine operations. So um, already we're seeing the precursor to adrenochrome way back in those days. This testimony I provided that my testimony for Congress is detailed in Transformation of America, details this and has been validated by clean members of law enforcement and intelligence um, and national security was invoked on this testimony. So um, it's, it's already proven, it's already true. The information secured on my website at trans-formation.com for anybody to look into. And then I encourage everyone, research further. Because the more you know, the more you see how absolutely inexcusable it is that we allow for this criminal activity to go on any further. It's been going on my whole life, and I was certainly exposed to the Clintons and the Bushes early on, the Clintons from 1977 on, and um, they're, they're absolutely hor horrific in what they have done in selling out our nation and corrupting our justice system under the guise of national security. When national security was invoked back in early 1960 on my father, we already see how the courts were corrupted by using just that method alone. Um, so that has allowed for this criminal activity to go on. And, you know, everybody was so determined, you know, lock her up, lock her up. 2016, the system was too corrupt to even begin to make, um, to allow for that to happen because the FBI has been corrupted for so very long to allow for this 
sellout of our country to the new world order controls. And the Clintons and the Bushes have been right there, involved in it all along. And um, in my testimony, it, it details how Bush said that when the American people became disillusioned with Republicans leading them into the new world order, then Bill Clinton as a Democrat would be put in. And then they were going to keep it in the Bush-Clinton dynasties until Hillary ushered in the new world order. So um, that's in my testimony, my 1995 testimony. I was detailing how the rigged elections were to be laid out according to Bush's plan. And um, the, the information that was validated through clean law enforcement and intelligence, the information that national security was invoked on, time has also proven most of what is in my testimony because I forewarned of exactly what we're experiencing today. I forewarned of the drug and human trafficking being sanctioned, especially through the FBI's National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and through the Corrupted Child Protective Services. We gotta wake up and realize that and um, get this get this corruption out of our system. We got to take um, take back our personal and national sovereignty, and we need to restore justice for the children's sake because the Clintons they've got away with so much for so long, and it's we all see it, we all know it, and now we need to understand that our system has just been compromised by this so-called national security. It's a national security that's threatening the security of our nation. Secrecy has got to stop. Absolutely. And um, I'd like to go back to the, the, the sex cravings of Bill and Hillary. And I know that's, that's kind of harsh, but um, in this awakening and exposure, we have to hear truth and information to realize the severity of what's really going on. And I remember listening to your, it was a very older speech that you were given at a conference. And I think you were touching on how Bill was more into the homosexuality and Hillary was more in the uh, lesbian uh, sector of things. Can you touch on that a little bit? Well, yeah, the, the sexual aspect just is, is um, more, an extension of their absolute depravity anyway. Um, I refer to them as trisexual, they try anything. And um, the, the horrible things that, you know, they, they found um, appealing is, is exactly what we're seeing today is this, this horrible um, child sexualization and um, just horrific, horrific abuse. So yes, I was exposed to both of them sexually. Hillary was absolutely beyond um, the most, the mo one of the most disgusting, horrible, evil, vile people I have ever encountered in my life, right up there, I think with George Bush Sr. And maybe, maybe with just a, a twist more perversion even than that. But George Bush was so heavily into the pedophile agenda that he believed in um, sexualization of children so that 
they would be more compliant and easily led. And he did a whole lot towards um, laying the groundwork and the foundation for exactly what we're seeing today. If we look back a little bit further into the education system, Bill Clinton, is, when he was president, put in the um, Gay Celebration Month. And um, yeah, the, the whole transgender agenda isn't about gender confusion. It's about identity confusion resultant from horrific abuse and our children being sexualized the way they are indoctrinated in the school system like they are with the repetitive narrative of the school system um, is, is just, it's horrific. And the Clintons have been behind so much of that. The human trafficking operations that Hillary was involved in were um, something I was exposed to from 1977 on. And she definitely was, um, was part of international human trafficking operations too, which um, were running through the State Department through mentors of hers like Madeleine Albright and of course, Bird and Bush. Wow. The grooming of kids is we're, we're really starting to see that all over the place. I mean, uh, my mom couldn't believe it, but she came over here not too long ago. And um, I had took a screenshot of a lady and I believe it was in Australia. She went to the school board complaining because they were passing out books to little five and six year old kids on um, boys doing sexual acts to other boys. And my mom's eyes just got huge. And it, it seems like there's a common grooming thing that's going on with kids in these bloodline families. Can you touch on that and, and explain like some of the things that, that goes on in some of these bloodline families? Well, it was, it was found in the Hitler Himmler research that there's a multi-generational effect. Any belief system, knowledge base, or abuse um, is passed down from generation to generation. And after the third generation, it becomes autogenic in the brain. And the reason I was targeted for MK Ultra Mind Controllers because I was in a multi-generational um, abuse family. My father had been sexually abused. My mother had been sexually abused and it went up the family tree. Well, they found that children after three generations would be born more compliant whether they were um, abused or not. So then, you know, add the abuse to it. And I was, um, that's what made me a prime candidate or a target for MK Ultra Mind Control. This mechanism of our brain, this genetic aspect is something that we can overcome. I mean, I'm, I'm living proof that we can heal from any level of trauma, any level of systematic torturous MK ultra mind control, and even the genetic aspect because soul is stronger than genetic. And we can activate that soul expression when we have our free thought. So it's, it's so important that we realize that going forward because we do have bloodline generations now of children who have been conditioned to march to new world orders and to cave into this um, transgender uh, agenda, which is 
another way of reducing our numbers to a more manageable size because they're stopping human procreation, the whole family dynamic. And that's something that um, we're seeing now being surgically applied to the children too. It's, 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 it's neutering our children, you know, and we got we to gotta consider the magnitude of, of what's being done to them. And it's extremely traumatic. These, um, this kind of abuse to this degree, it's creating um, what have been referred to for generations as sleepers, where they're mind controlled um, slaves that can be triggered into violent action at any time. And we're starting to see these um, so-called transgenders being activated into violent, um, in, into violent aggression. So um, it's something to understand and realize and know that we need to stop. Right. Um, one thing I really would like to ask is how can we recognize one of these kids and, and how could we help? You know, because I was I was listening to um, I was on a live interview that was going on and they were bringing up things on how to recognize kids in, in situations to where this gentleman brought up something that was like really remarkable. You know, like when you're a grocery store or you're at a retail store and you see some male with some little kid and this kid is pulling away from that male and he's crying the average human will look at that and, oh, that's just some kid that's probably wanting a toy or want its way. And they just walk past like, oh, that must be the father and the kid to where, like the gentleman brought up, parents, we should start teaching our kids if you're ever kidnapped and you're in like a public setting give a symbol signal this is not my parent this is not my father this is not my mother so i would like to ask you with you know your knowledge and, and what you've seen in that environment how could we recognize one of these kids and what could we do to help if uh there's anything that you can think of well mind control is a sliding scale from the kind of robotic mind control that i experienced on a White House Pentagon level to information control because we all formulate our thoughts, opinions, and actions based on what we know. And our children's knowledge base is being altered and it's being manipulated in the school systems that are indoctrinating them. So, you know, what level um, do we consider on something like this? Because there's many aspects of mind control that have to be taken into consideration. People didn't look twice when my daughter and I were being trafficked, um, a mother and daughter with um, a older guy in the country music industry. It just all looked natural to them, you know, and there wasn't any um, tears and trauma. We couldn't even think to do that. We could only do exactly what we were told to do. We would have wide unblinking eyes, you know, and um, have that kind of look on our face with no micro muscle movements um, where the smiles don't reach the eyes, you know, and, um, and that kind of thing. But most people wouldn't um, think twice about a, a situation like that. So the recognition comes in understanding mind control and seeing it um, on the varying levels that it's occurring. 
like we're seeing signs of depersonalization. Depersonalization is a giant step towards mind control. And it's one that all our children experienced when they were masked up. It hid their faces and it muffled their voices and it limited oxygen to their brain necessary for critical analysis, free thought. Well, that depersonalization starts creating an identity confusion, not gender confusion, identity confusion. And depersonalization shows itself in different forms. And one is that a person no longer has the ability to recognize themselves in a mirror. And when it goes even further, they have no ability to even feel anymore. They're so removed, so dissociated from their life that they don't even feel um, anymore. And many signs, uh, neon signs of abuse, and I'm not saying it's all, but I'm saying that when um, people can't see themselves, they'll do the clown hair and the clown makeup and, you know, bizarre clothes or whatever, trying to say, hey, I can't see myself. And then they add the, um, the, the, the tattoos and the piercing. And again, you know, I'm not saying it's in every case. And the piercings all over their face, you know, just like saying, I can't feel. And those are signs of mind control. That's not something where we look at someone and go, oh, you know, and judge them. We snap judgment is just something that people have been conditioned for so long to do when we need to actually understand what in the world is going on there and have some compassion for those people and realize they're screaming out for help. The best way that they possibly can do when they can't really think to say, help me. So there's many, many, many different levels to all of this. There's many different um, aspects, and the more we know, the more we understand mind control, the more we know, the more we see, the more we're going to be able to positively affect the situation. And in the meantime, one of the best ways to lead someone out of that situation isn't to you know, scream to them, you're under mind control or something. That doesn't work. They won't, that doesn't work. It, they wouldn't register it. But if we live our freedom and reach out with kindness and compassion and live our freedom ourselves and exercise that free thought and exhibit logic and critical analysis thinking that will help light their path forward and um, make a strong difference on, on some who can um, still be able to recognize and respond to that kind of freedom. Well, wow, that was very powerful. Um, I'm I'm an empathic person, so I, I've always I always have compassion, and um, I haven't been on Telegram lately that much. I, I've been doing things with my daughter, my family, but I've been getting out in the environment, and I conversate with people, and conversation is like key because I'm conversation. I'm having conversations with people that are Democrats and I'm bringing my knowledge and information from this platform out into the community now. And um, you really nailed it because there's, there's people that talk about the, the purple haired liberal libtards and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, 
we talk about how crazy BLM and Antifa and these radical groups are, but we're kind of acting like them when we really start uh, name calling them and not realizing that they are under a spell. A lot of these people that are doing things that we look at that as a little insane, they are under some type of MK Ultra spell. Just like- they're, they're, yes. And the trauma perpetuates more mind control and it perpetuates the trauma on society. That's why um, the society is so traumatized by um, mass shootings and stuff like that that are being um, triggered in these mind control sleepers. So, you know, it it's perpetuating itself. And we need to wake up to that reality and understand that when we start factoring mind control into the equation, that's when we're going to be able to um, really reclaim um, life the way that it's intended to live in light of, of compassion and love and peace and freedom. Right. You know, um, love and compassion. Because there's a purple-haired person out there to where if we uh, conduct the conversation correctly, could probably become one of our best friends. Um, We can help them see what they can't see. You know, and you do it by not triggering them at all because they're MKUltra. You know, when you look at some of these videos and let's say a Republican person is uh, bringing uh, the wrong attitude to a conversation with one of them, what do they do? They start screaming. They start yelling. You know, that's crying out for help, like you said, but they're in fear and they don't have facts to argue back. So they just, they blank out and then they just scream. Right. They're like, why are you protesting? They don't know. Um, they they don't, you know, why, why do you hate Trump? They don't know. It's mind control. It's a mind control agenda. And it's one that's being used to not only divide the people, but to create um, a more chaotic uh, and dangerous atmosphere in our society. So we've got to diffuse this, um, this mind control agenda and stop the violence because, and we can't just like, um, we got to arm ourselves with the knowledge that's our defense against mind control. We've got to understand fully what we're dealing with because um, a lot of these people are just one trigger away from um, pulling pulling a trigger. So, you know, we've, we've got to be aware of that and know that there's a quite a, quite a few that have been um, conditioned for that kind of violence. You know, you even just add to it something like a video game that is conditioning children to violence and the complete lack of compassion or a complete lack of understanding consequences for actions, you know, um, and, and it's creating um, a, a real bad scenario too. So we need to start paying attention to what we put in our heads, what we allow the children to see, watch, um, be mindful of, of Disney movies even, and especially video games, um, how our children are being indoctrinated in the school system, one thing we can do for our children is put writing by hand back in the school system. It's a brain trick. It's a, a, a wonderful one that works for all of us. When 
we pick up a pen and paper and write out our fear, write out our trauma, write out um, anything that's immobilizing us. And then um, it what that does is it shifts that information over to the logic part of the brain because it takes that part of the brain to move a pen. It doesn't do the same thing with typing. It's when you move a pen on paper, it activates that part of the brain that is critical analysis of information. So when our children are indoctrinated, they don't want to critically analyzing that information. So they've taken that out of the school system. We need to get it back in. We all need to use it. If we can get that activated back into society, we're going to see a quantum leap and people reclaiming and retaining their free thought going forward, especially as they write out their fear or their trauma or their immobilizing negativity or, or whatever, they add a solution because um, that's a real important thing too, because when we add a solution and have to think in terms of a solution, which I spell with an S-O-U-L, we have to think in terms of that solution. It forces our brain to fire in new ways. The neuron pathways just start firing and it lifts us out of that dark hole and negativity. It helps us rise above the storm, so to speak, so we can see a clear path forward. And um, it's just a, a simple little brain trick that uh, people are applying to themselves all around the world now. And I'm so happy to see it because it works. Yeah, I love it. Ride out of the storm. That is awesome. And before we go into Q&A, I'd like to ask you just two more things. Um, how has grooming and mind control techniques have changed over the years and in that speech or that speaking that you had with that conference from a while back you were speaking to ronald reagan and he was speaking of somebody or speaking to someone else on how the new world order was going to be put in action um could you touch on that a little bit um on the the grooming of the the children well, we've had um, generations now that have been conditioned through the global education system, Common Core, which picked up where Hitler's youth education left off and was forced into the school systems in the mid 80s. So we've got generational effects. We've got technological effects through video games. We got harmonics um, that are being used. Um, and then really just by focusing into a cell phone all the time instead of, you know, getting out in nature and, you know, walking pets and, you know, act, interacting in the, the real world. Um, those have made children more vulnerable and susceptible to indoctrination. There's a lot of ways the kids are affected um, through technology these days. The technological advancements are extensive. And it's why it's really important that we all take time away from our devices, shut off the TV, shut off the computer, shut off the cell phone, you know, get out in nature and um, reattach there. It's such an important thing to do. So um, that aspect needs to be um, um, looked at and, and considered. But again, ultimately, trauma is the basis of mind control. And um, when we realize that and protect our free thought in traumatic times, we're going to all be 
much better off and more effective in reclaiming our personal and national sovereignty. And again, factoring mind control into the equation in politics is very important because we're all susceptible to mind control. And um, when when trauma when we're traumatized, and it's important that we you know protect our free thought at a time like that. And those who don't know that, like Ronald Reagan, didn't know that when the assassination attempt was uh, when he experienced that assassination attempt. That was an extreme trauma, and it was I know from being around the perpetrators in Washington D.C. that. Reagan was not complying with the New World Order agenda the way that um, they wanted him to. So they were going to take him out one way or the other. And it was being discussed who would be his vice president, who would take over if they took him out. Because if he didn't cooperate, they were going to do that. So they wanted to prepare for that um, contingency. And it was right up to the midnight hour. And, you know, again, everybody research everything I say and and, and this kind of thing too. But right up to the midnight hour, they're trying to decide if it was going to be George Bush um, as his vice president or Gerald Ford. And it was decided that they, if, if they did take Reagan out, that Ford um, would be, you know, unelected once again, and people might get suspicious. So that was, they decided on um, at the last minute, that it would be Bush. Bush didn't want that. He wanted to run things from behind the scene instead of being um, in the key position. But um, they were in um, kind of a desperation mode at that time because Reagan wasn't cooperating. And the assassination attempt obviously didn't kill him, but it did traumatize him. And Bush ran his administration thereafter, um, whether it was. Um, um, by by controlling Reagan's mind to a large degree. And having been around Reagan like I was and experiencing what I did with him, I know that the information and transformation of America on Reagan is absolutely 100% true and proven. And um, that is what happened. Who knows what Reagan would have chose if he had been free. Um, to think for himself, would he have allowed global education into the school system? Would he have allowed for the human and drug trafficking um, to be sanctioned across open borders for uh, under so-called national security? Would he have allowed for the erosion of our justice system? You know, um, I I think I think perhaps not. He wasn't like the rest of them. He he didn't. Um, have that evil, vile energy the rest of them had. Um, and obviously, he wasn't one of them or they wouldn't have um, tried to take him out. And so we've got to factor mind control into the equation going forward because um, the mind control in in that situation it, it is extensive. George Bush Jr. is a total Manchurian candidate. And um, we need to realize, you know, and start realizing that these politicians are supposed to be representing us and we need to hold them accountable for what they say they're going to do. And that will also um, help keep them from being compromised, coerced, 
um, or controlled um, once they get in office. And, you know, it's just, again, when the people lead, the leaders follow and we the people, it's up to us. We need to start governing our own lives and take control of our own lives and stop looking outside ourselves for someone to tell us what to do and waiting for someone to fix our problems for us because it's not going to happen on that level until we start fixing things um, on our level and it begins within us all. The swamp cannot be drained by one person from the top down in a corrupt place like Washington, D.C. It needs to be drained from the bottom up. And that's our responsibility. And um, and people are doing it. It's happening. But, you know, we got a we got a few roots of corruption clogging the drain that we got to get pulled out of the way. And um, um, transformation of America and access denied both show where those roots are planted in our system and what we can do about it. Um, all of my books are on audio now. I'm so, I'm so pleased. I read them all myself to preserve the integrity of information. So they're available on Audible um, for those who don't have as much time to read but still want the information because we've got to know where the problems are and where the roots are so we can get it uprooted and um, protect our sovereignty going forward because um, again, knowledge is our defense against mind control, and it's our uh, defense, whether it's someone in politics or if it's in the education system, if it's in cult occult churches or wherever it is, we need to understand how it works so that we can reclaim our, our sovereignty. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And transformation of America is on the bottom of the wall for all those that are on the call right now. If you guys want to save that, uh, the link is right on the bottom of the wall. And right before we go into Q&A, one more thing uh, from the one interview that we had you on with, because there's a lot of Trump haters that are popping up now that are trying to uh, get the patriots to go against Trump and uh, we constantly hit them with facts, and then we get rid of them after a while because they're just a nuisance. Can you go in when uh, your handler told you not to talk with Trump because he wasn't one of them? Yes, and, um, you know, we need to realize, too, the effects of the repetitiveness um, for uh, all these years now against Trump. You know, that it's just is a constant bombardment, and it does have an effect on people. But... Um, we need to, again, factor mind control into the equation. And apparently Trump had a full understanding of mind control and um, opposed it vehemently. Back in the mid 80s, um, my handler had taken me to Atlantic City, New Jersey, where I was supposed to meet with uh, Reagan's attache, Phil Habib, um, who was in Trump's casino. So my handler left me off at the door and told me Trump is not one of us. And if I was told somebody's not one of us, that was do or die for me. That meant if I saw him and had anything to do with him, that I would be killed. And that was because Trump um, opposed the MK Ultra mind control slaves like myself. Um, he opposed the human trafficking and the drug ops that um, I was meeting um, Habib about in 
there. So um, fortunately for me, I didn't I didn't run into Trump, and um, I'm I'm you know, but wow, what an eye opener it was for me to know that they feared him back in the mid '80s because of how vehemently he opposed their funding mechanism of drug and human trafficking. So, you know, when we consider that, you know, to me, that all that Trump exposed, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to do it. I never thought anybody in politics could ever make the impact that that he did make. And um, wow, you know, it the glitch in the matrix of the new world order, it completely derailed the new world order plans. And by 2020, they were so frantic to make up for lost time because Hillary didn't usher in their new world order like they had planned all those years that um, that they they went all in in such frantic desperation. And we're still seeing them frantically desperate today, tipping their hand and showing us, you know, just how corrupt they are and how much media control they have and um, using that media voice to constantly bombard people to oppose Trump because um, they know that Trump has put the glitch in their matrix and um, really, really sparked a great awakening that um, has accelerated since he's since he's been in. I mean, when you look at the fact that 2016, so many of us were awake, we were able to override the algorithm to put him in. And then um, what he showed us and exposed thereafter, there's so many people awake and aware now. It's inexcusable that we allow this dark energy force to manipulate our brilliant minds and lives anymore. We need to shut off the TV and stop uh, um, following the negative narrative and start thinking for ourselves. And while we're doing it, you know, realize that we don't have to agree with everything that every person does or says. But when we find something as phenomenal as derailing the new world order, that is commendable and um, and honorable. It, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to make everything perfect. But, you know, we need to start thinking for ourselves and judging actions and judging information rather than judging people. You know, that's absurd. Wow, thank you for that. It's definitely an honor and a pleasure to always being able to have you on here with us. It's so much great information. Um, I can't thank you enough. You know, you have a home here. We'll definitely love to bring you back on because there's, like I said, there's someone, there's thousands of people being awakened right now, and, and this information is new to them, and all the people that are going to listen to this podcast, and, and like I said, it's an honor that you joined us tonight, Kathy, and now I'll leave it over to JW, and we can go into Q&A. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so Hi. much for being here again. And also, not only for your knowledge, but your positive energy, like, you just exude it, and I love it, so thank you. Uh, yeah, the love, that's where we win and where they lose. They're not going to get any negative energy from me. <laughs> they got enough of that the first 30 years. They're not going to get any more. Okay, for anyone in here, if you have a question, if you push the middle button to raise your hand, and then I can unmute you and you can ask Kathy a question. It looks like we're going to have SG, a non-supporter, up first. Oh. 
just want to say thank you, Miss Kathy, for coming on and doing your presentation tonight. And I had uh, watched another video of yours, like, almost a year ago when you were on with Scott McKay. And, uh, you know, you were speak saying that, you know, your time with President Reagan was sort of, uh, I'm not going to say pleasant, but it wasn't uh, as traumatizing because of how nice he was when he was around you. Um, but my real question is, if you were around him before and after his assassination attempt, um, what changes in him did you see? Um, I saw him after. So, um, and um, I was just around the people who, like Senator Byrd was so much a part of um, orchestrating the politics for the new world order. And as head of appropriations and deciding where money was going to be spent, he made sure it was spent in key places. So um, I know that Reagan had the um, American people in mind and rather than a new world order. And that that um, was what the difference was. But being around Reagan, he was different than the others and his energy was not bad. He was never... Um, he never hurt me. He never touched my daughter. He was not a pedophile. He didn't do anything like that. Um, and um, I think there's an understanding that happens between people who've been traumatized and mind controlled. We recognize each other and have a, have a deeper understanding. And I definitely think that was something that was exchanged, but um, Reagan always uh, you know, treated me well when we were alone. Laura, hi, Laura, you're up next. Thank you. Hi, Kathy. I don't have a question. I just want to thank you um, for raising the issues that you have. You're so courageous and the love that you have, I can only come from a healed spirit. And I just yeah. think you're amazing. Um, please, if you take nothing away from what Kathy has said today, there is nothing you can't overcome. Nothing. Love and God and, and the support of other people who understand you can, you can overcome anything. Don't any, let anyone ever, ever limit you. And I just, I just wanted to thank you for sharing that Kathy. I'm, really touched being being here with you thank you that that is so sweet yeah the strength of the human spirit is just it's so resilient it's so absolute and that's why they fear it they use mind control to suppress it and now that i'm thinking free i just i can't imagine i mean i celebrate my freedom to live the love i am every day i uh, never take it for granted Thank if you so much. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> if anyone else has a question, push that middle button to raise your hand. Oh, we have uh, Melissa. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for doing this and bringing awareness. I just had like a comment. Um, it's with the children, like that you were saying about uh, trying to 
coerce them into getting like the puberty blockers and all that. I had a friend, she was 28 years old. She has a baby girl, a child, and she wanted to get her tubes tied. And her doctor said, well, you're not going to find a doctor that will do that. But it's it's kind of weird the way that they can do this to children, but they can't do this for a 28-year-old woman that knows that she doesn't want to have kids anymore. I just thought, what what your thoughts on, on that? Wow. I, I wonder why that doctor wanted to um, assert that. It's just, it's so messed up anyway and twisted what they're doing to our children, no matter how we look at it. It's, it's so wrong. And um, yeah, we got to stop it. We got to protect our children. We got to reclaim our free thought and understand their agenda so that we can protect the children. Five D grandma. And then daddy will be after five D. Hi, Kathy. Thanks so much for being here. I want to thank Patriot Mike and all the admins and Conservative Patriot Nation Network, you guys. Thank you. I uh, had MK mind control as well and spent many, many years putting my pieces back together. So I love listening to you and hearing your story. And I love your spirit and the love you exude. So I want to say thank you for that. Also, I have um, a podcast. It's a, a channel on Rumble, and I would love to have you come on. Wow. Well, yes, let's continue our, our conversation. Um, you can reach me uh, through, through my website at trance-formation.com or through Telegram or through I'm, – I'm on, on uh, Twitter, too. But whatever – um, yeah, let's, let's stay in touch for sure. Thank you so much. I've listened to you Thank for you. many years and I, and I, I heard your story. I followed clear back. Well, lots of years ago, like in the early two thousands, uh, when you were coming out talking about all of this. So, uh, you're just really an inspiration. So I will, I will get a hold of you. And if I can't find you there, I'm sure Patriot Mike can help me out. So thanks. So yes. Much. <laughs> sure. Yes. Hello, dear Kathy. This is Dottie Bryant. Hi. Wow. And I know. Wow. I so appreciate <laughs> you and I love you doing this. Um, I recommend that every human on here goes to Kathy's website and buys all three of her books. My question <laughs> is all the, information, all the information that you and Mark gave to Congress, do you ever see a day where you will have that voice in that arena again? Well, the voice was censored the first time. So, you know, there were so many clean members of Congress that um, took the transformation of America, which it, it was um, compiled from the congressional testimony so that it could be given to all members of Congress, all members of um, the FBI and, you know, the watchdog groups and, you know, just all over Washington, D.C. But um, Congress actually distributed the book among themselves. And so I was able to have voice in that regard. And beyond that, you know, I think that 
the ultimate justice for me is positive change through public awareness. And I'm not waiting on government to, um, you know, to, to take that action after 35 years. I'm, I'm quite aware it's up to we the people and people are doing it. They're finally taking that action and it's a beautiful thing to see. So I would rather speak here. It goes further. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. All right. Love you, dear. Love you. Thank you. I don't see any other questions, Mike. So I think I don't see any other hands up. Last call for questions. But if not, I'll hand it back over to Mike. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you. And like I said, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us. It's, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. I can't wait to, to share this podcast with my family because this information is vital. It's important. And people are waking up every minute, every second, and every day. And it's just wonderful to like, you know, I get it. People are drained and they want this to be over with. But I, I don't because I'm enjoying seeing people that, it's like, if we were in a race, I'd rather all of us finish together rather than people lagging behind. But I, I get it that some people probably need to have a, a rude awakening, but it feels good where I can have a conversation with my mom, my aunt, my brother without like two, three years ago, they were yelling at me and calling me crazy and this is nuts to where now it's like, wow, we can actually feel normal again. So I, I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for, for giving me voice here and um, for all you do to bring truth to light. You always have a voice here and uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. We'll definitely love to bring you back again. Thank you. You have a good night, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Good night. Thank you. Appreciate you.